Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of the following Patreon listeners. Ken Doyle, Gregory Larson, Case, Bridget Hughes, Matthew Prohl, Par Partine, Jay Booth, Kevin Lovecraft, and Mo Poplar. Thanks for helping us fight for the future. Alright, we'll have to do uh, Grab it, whatever you guys need, because we're apparently crashing a cult. <laughs> yeah. I... Just after you come to a stop... Uh, there is a pause among all of these cultists on the other side who turn and look behind them to the mansion uh, because a door has opened and a man has stepped out onto the porch. Uh, a uh, kind of a husky guy in a white suit and a bow tie. I mean, it's sort of a big finished basement. Like, once upon a time, there may have been a really nice rec room. Uh, but at this point, it is a an experimentation and sacrifice chamber. Uh... We got a new ally question. <laughs> I give it a big ol' hug. That's probably not a good idea. No, no. <laughs> um, and I think we're at the top of the order again. Uh, who was the last person to go? Me. Lillian, you shot... Yes. You- you shot this fella in the back and he exploded into a shuggeth. Um, who do you Oops. want to uh, start this fight? <laughs> um, I'm going to let the person with shuggeth experience go first. Uh, I want to see I want to see if he makes a bad decision. Uh, so Charlie. I wouldn't say it's shuggeth experience, more of a shuggeth exposure. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, alright, alright, alright. Let's see. I'm going to... Actually, before you do anything else, Charlie, yeah. you may have dealt with Chuggets before. True. Um, Mostly by running can, from one. Can you do? Can you roll lore for me? Uh, sure, I have zero in it, so that's just straight uh, up roll. You won't need a lot. See if you can beat a, beat a two. Let's find out. Roll, and that is a minus two. So, nope, I know. Okay. Nothing. Yeah, Juggets, you know that they are scary, and mm-hmm. they are big, and mm-hmm. they are big and scary. Yep. What else do you right. need to know? Exactly. That's, that's all I could possibly need. Uh, so I uh, will do something out of character and shoot. Uh, <laughs> not much else he can do right now. He's kind of freaking out. He's got some bone shards uh, stuck in his back. Uh, and he's like, no, 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 no. And pulls the trigger again. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Ah, minus two, so grand total of two on that roll. All right. Uh, some bullets enter the mass. This amorphous mass, mass of eyes, teeth, and tentacles. Um, it does not appear to cause any damage whatsoever. Uh, it does, however, seem to maybe attract the attention of this thing as a couple of eyes start uh, <laughs> looking your way. Hi, buddy. That's how we say hi, Missouri. <laughs> uh, who's right. next? Uh, oh yeah, right. Uh, I'm going pass, to pass me the ball. Pass me the yeah, ball. Yeah, I was actually leaning towards Alice. Yet, so Alice. <laughs> All right, Alice is going to see the Shoggoth. Well, first she's going to mourn the the loss of the Snack Brigade. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, just clutching and like pulling them closer. Like, no, you had so much more to do. Um, <laughs> And then I'm going to roll a lore to get a handle on what should be done about Shoggoths. David knows what should be done about Shoggoths, but maybe Alice kind of whiffs. So, 
I mean, David is rolling for Alice, so, so odds are yeah. Fair enough. Oh, that's, that's a that is a six Damn. on my lore roll. That I, is I, I, really I know the good. Shoggoth's name. I know it's GPA. <laughs> uh, you, that's not just any Shoggoth. That's Larry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know lots of things about Shoggoth, and perhaps you know the most important thing about Shoggoths is that they are nearly indestructible. Uh, they were created by elder things uh, uh, way, way, way long ago to be a kind of a servitor creature, and virtually nothing can harm or kill a Shoggoth except fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so... Uh, and in fact, is- you even you get the boost that anyone can use. It's weak to fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my character is going to jump behind the counter and while she's like rubbing uh, rummaging around for something that I will try to construct next next round she's going to yell because everybody should hear her because everything's broken open by bone splatter fire fire light it on fire and that's it uh, and right. uh, my uh, next friend is going to be Rogers no. Uh, would there perhaps be in this general store a sort of tankard with gas in it or a bottle? I mean, this is a gas something station. Something oil-based? Yeah. Oh. oh. This, wait, this is a gas this station. This is a gas station. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run outside and go to the first uh, hose I can find. Uh, the Shuggath is right in front of the door, though. Man, You're going to have to run past that thing. Can I j- fly out the window? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I fly out the window towards the first hose I can find. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shower this Shogoth in oily rain. Man, what you need is propane and propane like <laughs> accessories. <laughs> Make it nice and pretty with some fire. All right, so do I, what do I need to roll? Um, let's say you know what? I don't think you necessarily need to roll anything. If you're going out the window and going to the the tank, you can just make you can get there. Okay, uh, I do so then. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a debit card? Are you going to <laughs> turn on the gas pump? Uh, fuck. <laughs> I... <laughs> I turn to Lillian. Lillian, and... Oh, sorry, I, go, I turn to Alice. Throw me your, your, throw me your wallet! <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Just break it yes, open, you dumbass! <laughs> I try to break it open. Then. Okay, give me a physique roll. This is going to be kind of difficult. This is going to be beat okay, a four. All right. <laughs> uh, that is a zero. You uh, do not beat a four. <laughs> um, yeah, you 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 punch this uh, this gas station, and uh, it hurts your hand. Ow! There you go. Ow! Who's Guys, I'm trying. I think it's uh, just the Shogath and me. Yeah. So great, great name of a biography. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Rogers, who do you want to go next? Shogath or your friend Lillian? Guys, remember, if we choose the bad guy last, then the bad guy can choose to go again. What? No. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Give it to the Shogath, Jesus. <laughs> then I can go twice. <laughs> okay. Um I think this Shuggeth is... Who does he think is the most dangerous among you? Or perhaps the most delicious? Who can tell with Shuggeth, you know? Uh, 
Actually, I think Charlie is the closest, and that is going to be good enough. Uh, it, uh, it, it sort of wumps on over to you, Charlie, and attempts to absorb you inside ah! itself. Oh, no. Uh, it's just going to try and do a big old schlorp. Uh, <laughs> you said you were gonna hug it. It got a, the idea from there, so really, this is your fault. You can't die by slurp. My grandfather <laughs> went that way. Uh, this is an attack with physique. It's not particularly good. It got a three. Uh, all right. Uh, so it, it attacked with three. All right. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm all about physique. So I was rolling to try and uh, try and take that. Uh, that's a zero on the dice and a three on my physique. So I also rolled a three. Okay, uh, I think I'm going to invoke an aspect, though, because uh, this this Shuggeth is huge and fast. Oh boy. Uh, so it mm-hmm. just, it moves faster than you thought. Yeah. Uh, oh. And it's Dan, huger defend, than you thought, too. Defend with your Shuggeth! Shuggeth I can't! I can't <laughs> use it for defense, that's not how it works. I, try, I already tried that when the, when the explosion was happening. Uh, you, what you can use it for is breaking open gas. Uh, uh, yeah, station. exactly, exactly. So that's uh, that's what I'll do when it's when it's my turn. Uh, yeah, right, right now, now, I guess. Uh, two I, stress. I get to roll. Oh, wait, I just yeah, I just take the stress. I don't get yeah. to roll another defense. All right, so I take two more stress. I am down well, to one uh, before I have to start oh taking boy. consequences. All right, uh, Lillian, you are last in line. All right. And uh, because Lillian does have the relationship with Charlie where she feels that he is her burden and she must protect him. And uh, she's kind of failing on that point right now. So she is going to uh, take that shotgun that she had and she's hope she's doing she's ma- her math right that there's still uh, uh, that she can still fire this thing. And she's going to uh, uh, for now is just shoot the Shogath. Because she does not have a method of creating fire, so she hopes that she can shoot it and kind of damage it enough that Charlie can get on his way. Okay, so is this like more of a distraction than an actual attempt to kill the thing? Yeah, in fact, you know, in, uh, I would like this to, instead of being a direct attack, I want to create an advantage of distracted Shuggeth. I think that is a uh, good plan. Give it a give it a shot. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, again, I believe that my uh, my stunt comes into play here, as this is definitely an eldritch creature at this point. Oh yeah, I'll uh, I'll allow that. Plus six. Damn. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that is a uh, success with style. Uh, make no mistake. Uh, new aspect being created. The Shuggeth wants to kill Lillian. <laughs> uh, with uh, two free invokes attached to it, so. Make use of those, and you get to decide who goes uh, first in the next round. There's a Shuggeth who wants to kill you now, so... There is a Shuggeth that wants to uh, to kill me now. Uh, so, uh, I I would like to continue to go, because uh, it, I want to keep its attention on me. Okay. And I want to uh, start leading it towards the, uh, the gas hose, hoping that we can get that going and get it closer to where we'll be able to eventually light it on fire. Oh, okay. I like that. So I'm playing Pied Piper with the Shogath. Uh, I think for this, it's going to be like athletics. Can you get close enough that it is following you without being in like tentacles range? (laughs) It is a a delicate balancing act. Uh, And it is going to try and use its athletics to lunge at you. Alright, I got zero. Uh, It got... Well, it got a three. 
I would like to, can I invoke both of those free You uh, absolutely can, yes. Aspects to keep it on me, but not literally on me. Uh, yes, you can invoke both of them. Uh, it, now you have, you, it, it's, it's so on you, but so distracted by its bloodlust, I guess, <laughs> that it's not it's even, a, yeah. it's not even lunging well. Uh, and yes, you lead it right where you want it, right next to the gas hose. Yep. Okay. Uh, who do you want to go next? Uh, and I know Alice was constructing something back there in the gas station, so I would like her to go next and finish her construction. Because I hope it's something with fire. Yep. Alice is behind the uh, counter. She grabs a uh, bottle of lighter fluid, an old rag, opens up the Jack Stallion bottle, takes yeah. a swig, <laughs> and makes a Molotov cocktail. Yes, nice. you nice. do. Right. Uh, go, go ahead and give me a crafts roll just to see the, the relative quality of your Molotov cocktail. You got it. Uh, holy shit, that's a five. Frig yeah! Yeah. Okay. Wow, uh, my character comes from a real rough background. <laughs> really good Molotov cocktail. Uh, Jack Stallion, when you absolutely positively gotta emulate a Shoggoth. With uh, two free invokes on that, it's very, very good. <laughs> oh, cool. Who's up next? Uh, I'm. Uh, let's see. So the Shoggoth is gone. Uh, Lillian is gone. Uh, uh, Shoggoth has hasn't gone this round. Uh, let's go with Shoggoth. Okay. Shoggoth wants to kill Lillian, <laughs> as has been established in the narrative. Oh, let's go to <laughs> Rogers then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Rogers, Rogers, who's definitely going to jump in front of Lillian, right? Rogers. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, no, what I'm going fly away. Can I? Yeah, no. <laughs> tempting. Fly away. Start a new can... life. <laughs> Is it? Can I? Uh, as the creature is coming closer, can I grab Lillian and jump back with her, flapping away? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'd buy that. All right. All right, that's it's like uh, you can try. Good. Let's see how the roll turns yep. out. Easy. Yeah, it it is gonna once again try and use its athletics to uh, sort of snatch up anything that gets too close. Okay, let's see what happens. Uh, that is a one for me. That is a two for it. Uh, one sec. Now my corrupted aspects. Can I use them as regular aspects or only as? You can use them as regular aspects. You can invoke that. Then can I just invoke Mego wings? You sure can. All right, then I'm going to use that aspect and making it a three. Heck yeah! As I'm being, as I as I grab her and just jump back. All right, so so now the shock is by itself. Shock is by itself. Lillian is out of the line of fire, as it were. <laughs> uh, I no. believe Charlie and the Shuggeth have yet to go this round. Shuggeth, uh, Shuggeth, it is. Give it a hug. <laughs> um, let's see. What is this Shuggeth going to do? Uh. Its target has been swept away. Target has been swept away, which means I think Charlie is still the closest one. <sighs> <laughs> I Dang really, it. Rogers. God. I'm sorry. Um, you know what? No, I think that uh, if anything, it is still uh, pretty upset uh, at at this at this Lillian, and now she's flying away. Unacceptable. It is going to uh, essentially protrude out a massive tentacle and it is going to try and 
uh, wrap you up in that, Lillian, so it can drag you back into its mass. Ew. Yeah. There's any verb and noun associated with a Shoggoth is just immediately cringeworthy. <laughs> So that, right. that is an attack with its athletics, and it got a four. Ooh. Ooh, all right. Let's see what I get with my athletics. Um, I got a two, and I am going to take further corruption to uh, invoke my uh, corruption stunt and uh, make myself once again... Uh, uh, bending reality so that the Shoggoth uh, tentacle just slips right through me, although it brings me up to a straight-up four. Well, that's that's a tie. You don't get hurt on a tie. Okay, so if, if a tie will keep me safe, then I'll just I'll let it go to a tie. Uh, a tie a tie will give the Shoggoth a boost. It will give the okay. Shoggoth an aspect uh, that is... Um, what is what is the boost the Shoggoth gets? I think it is... Mad, as far as you can tell, for a shugga. <laughs> so it will be able to use that to its advantage at some point, but you are not snatched up. So would you yes. say the shugga gives her the side eye? I, 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 I. <laughs> I think so, yes. Uh, and the shugga, of course, Charlie, since you are the last to go, mm-hmm. shugga lets you go next. Great. Uh, so Charlie has, has uh, heard all about this fire thing that the kids are all crazy for these days. So he's going to take one look at that um, at the nearby gas pump and uh, basically just try and rip it open. He's 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 pissed off at Charlie Junior. And he's like, listen, you little bastard, you're going to help me out here. And, uh, and I'm going to invoke my corrupted uh, my corrupted aspect. To give myself a plus four on a physique roll to uh, uh, smash things to pieces. In this case, okay. destroy the uh, the gas bomb, hopefully spraying uh, gasoline all over the shoggoth. So let me roll okay. that out. So yeah, I want, I want you to beat a four. So this is going to be all right. real effective, I think. Gotcha. All right. So first, spend a fate point, I guess, to uh, activate uh, you that. Mark corruption for oh, yeah, your corruption yeah, Mark corruption. Yeah. There we go. Okay, done. And let's roll that. That's a plus one on the roll, uh, and my physique is three, so that's four, and another plus four, so a grand total of eight. Whoa! Yeah, like, Charlie, Charlie reaches out with, uh, with uh, his right hand, and the Shoggoth on his shoulder, possibly lo- looking slightly abashed as a Shoggoth, as much as a Shoggoth can after its instinctive betrayal before, uh, just flows down in a kind of Venom uh, style thing. Like, his his right arm just, like, bulges to twice its size. Uh, the fingers having like, long pointed claws and this just bubbling mass of flesh just swipes at the, at the gas pump, just like shredding it as gasoline starts spraying out. And yeah, the Shuggeth is uh, covered in gas. You have you have gassed up the Shug quite well. Yeah. Um, and you are the last to go, so you get to choose who starts this next round. Ah, uh, great. In that case, um, do I have anything on me? Can we say we have anything on, like a lighter or something, something that could create fire? I've I've got a really great. Uh, I've got a really I mean, great you've Molotov got a cocktail. yeah, you've got a, a really true, good true. Molotov cocktail. True. So you know what? I'm gonna kick it back to Alice. Uh, this is her chance. Okay, cool. Alice is Light going it to up. join. Yeah, jump over the counter again through the broken glass, and is going to 
in fact, uh, she is not going to toss it. She is not athletic whatsoever. She is, instead of uh, trying to, like, madden it, she is going to, or Tom Brady it, she's actually going to sneak up and kind of, like, granny toss it onto the shotgun. <laughs> yes, you are. I love it. All right, cool. So, I'm going to stealth. All right. Uh, it is going to try to notice you. Cool. It, oh, cripes, Okay. It got a negative two on that uh, defense. <laughs> nice. nice. I got a three. Okay, so that is a uh, success with style. Uh, <laughs> this is embarrassing. So let's see. We, I call this an attack because you're trying to toss this friggin' uh, Molotov cocktail on it. So you got, what did you say? Three. Three. So that's five points of stress. You could also you could also tag. We've got that Charlotte discovered in there's gas There's a bunch thing. of free yeah, you, aspects up there. And you the can, really, you can, tag you can tag invoke the fact that it's weak to fire. You can invoke the quality of your cocktail. You can invoke the gas. You can invoke all of them. Let's if, do it. Shag off to the ground. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to do all of that. That would be a plus ten. That's a plus ten. So, what are we at? 15, 15 points of stress. Who boy. It's looking injured. All right, next round. <laughs> <laughs> um, it goes up in flames. Uh, I think that is, is safe to say. Um, it is in a, a, a very bad state. Uh, I'm just going to delete all of these aspects uh, and, and call it on fire ow uh, yeah no you you have done a tremendous amount of damage to this show it is um uh, uh not quite out of commission yet but it is uh literally on fire it is writhing it is silent you'd, you'd think at some point it would be making horrible screeches and the fact that it isn't is almost more uncanny oh that's uh, creepy and it is sort of flailing its tentacles wildly, which is no help because half of them are just landing in puddles of gasoline <laughs> and, and, and bursting forth tiny little, uh, tiny little fireballs. Um, I almost feel bad for the Shoggoth. Almost. Almost. Uh, Charlie Jr. is so unhappy right now. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, well, Aww. we're going to have a talk about this later. It, it, <laughs> it is exuding a little eye, which is emitting a single tear. <laughs> Charlie Jr. has made a cheek so that a tear can roll down it. <laughs> um, but the Shoggoth is in a bad way. Alice, who is who is up next? Uh, I think. Uh, who's closest to the... Uh, let's see. We've got gas already covering it, and that didn't do the trick, but it's still next to the gas pumps, which have, if I recall correctly, more gas. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to kick it over to Lillian, who has a shotgun and a grudge. <laughs> oh, and is flying, because uh, uh, Terry's not had a chance to put me back down yet. All right, so the Shoggoth is near the gas pumps, uh, and I've been set up with the, the, the shotgun knowledge, so I'm going to explode the gas pump right next to the Shoggoth. Yeah. I love it. This is fantastic. Um, beat, beat a two, I think. All it's right. easy to shoot a non-moving gas pump. And I got... Let's see. Let's roll two. I got three. You got three. Nice. You explode a gas pump. 
Uh, <laughs> and yeah, more more gas comes out. Uh, the Shuggeth is, if it's possible to be double on fire, uh, <laughs> it is double on fire. And I think uh, at that point, the the Shuggeth starts trying to leave. <laughs> you guys are jerks, like, I'm leaving. <laughs> it, it, it sort of shifts its bulk and it sort of starts throwing out tentacles to try and drag itself away from this situation. Which is to say, the Shuggeth is trying to concede this fight. It wants to leave. This is concession. Uh, this is when someone doesn't think they can fight anymore in fate. They can say, I concede, uh, and let's make a deal. All the Shuggeth wants to do is get away, and it won't do anything else to hurt any of you. How's that sound to you? Uh, that sounds like an end to combat, and... Uh, as a lore of four, that is as good as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> they took out an elder race of god beings. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not here to fight one single show. We're here to stop the end of the world. I, I can't think we can let this one go. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Charlie starts lifting his gun and just gets a very sad look from uh, Charlie Junior. It's <laughs> like, <sighs> I. Uh, then, yeah, this Shuggeth uh, rolls away. It, it rumbles on, and it moves uh, slowly at first, but like eventually it starts putting itself out as it rolls forward, and then it picks up really incredible speed uh, as it uh, turns off the, uh, the crossroads of crossroads into the dirt and off into the distance from back where you first saw that car approaching. Does it does it play the uh, the theme song to uh, the Incredible Hulk as it goes down the road? <laughs> it does the whole time. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Is everyone okay? Uh, so I guess I can be. I think he kind of Charlie reaches behind himself, like ah, pulls out shard of bone. Yeah, Roger flaps down and puts down a... Please tell me they've got... Please tell me they've got, like, something to... Give me Jack Stallion, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know what the role is to patch people up, Ed, um, but I would like to do that. Uh, Well, as far as your uh, stress goes, once you are out of combat, if you can take a breather, your stress goes away. Yep, yep. Oh, great. Uh, As far as the uh, consequences, your bony pincushion... That is going to uh, stick around for a scene, uh, since it is just a mild consequence. Uh, but eventually, uh, it can it can go away as well. All right. Uh, hey guys, y'all just uh, beat a shuggeth not uh, uh, to death, but into submission. So that's Woo. well played. Yeah, that's better than ninety nine point ninety nine percent of Lovecraft characters. So we're fine. We're set. Yeah. Uh, and the other good news is that uh, the cultists definitely know you're here and that you're dangerous. So, uh, oh. what are you going to do now? I'm going to steal their car so we can go get to them. Frig, yeah, you are. Yeah, you I still th- have I the car. It's, All right. it's not stealing at this point. I asked to have it. The guy said yes. <laughs> I mean, so... the, the guy who owns so... it is dead now, so... Uh, Salvage rights. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. All right, hop in the car. You got a car. It's uh, it's easy enough if you want to just 
follow the Shuggath tracks. Uh, which, <laughs> the smoking, flaming Shuggath tracks. Uh, which run next to the, uh, the, the tire tracks from the car as it came out here the first time. Be- before we go, um, Alice? Yeah? Um, how many more Molotovs can you make? Uh, three? <laughs> <laughs> you made them already, didn't you? Well, I mean, needed the other whiskeys for <laughs> medicinal purposes. I would say, like, at the start of this, she could have made six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have to do. Uh, grab it, whatever you guys need, because we're apparently crashing a cult. <laughs> yeah. I I love it. Actually, uh, the frigate, let's do a lock and load montage. <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody gets a chance to do one create an advantage a- create an advantage action uh, mm. uh, that will aid you as you uh, assault the compound. Um, what are you What are you doing? Lock and load. All right, we create a vest of Dorito packs. Because <laughs> <laughs> those were clearly the most durable before. substance in the universe. <laughs> Actually, I have an idea. What is your idea? Uh, th- there is a scene where, um, yeah, there's a scene where uh, Terry Rogers is, uh, grabs a rake, he and he starts cuts off the rake, and he starts putting uh, bits of metal, making basically a spear. And he's just he's weighing it, looking at it, and he's thinking instead of his of his plan. Actually, I'm not gonna. I'm just you know what? I'm not gonna say what the plan is, but I'm just <laughs> it's him just crafting a long spear. I he's gonna do something with it. Love it. Go ahead and give me a crafts <laughs> or fight if you're going to use this as a weapon. I'll accept either. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm gonna use fight because I have no crafts. All right. Uh, that is a one. That is a one. Okay. That is not a success with style, but you definitely craft a a really good spear uh, with one free invoke for you. What are the rest of you doing? I want to use my weird math wizard abilities to, uh, in some way, would it be possible to transfer my uh, my corruption stunt onto the car? Mm. Like Ooh. I want to, oh, like I want to carve like some runes on the like into the like the chrome of the. Um, uh, I know cars really well. The, fr- the bumper, okay. <laughs> the bumper, the hubcaps, so that this car will be able to uh, uh, enter out of phase. I am super into this. Uh, please go ahead and give me a craft or lore. Let's see. That is. Oh, I've got three in crafts. This is going to be crafting. I love it. Three, five. Five. That that is a success with style. Uh you have a rune carved car. Yeah. Uh and I think it's gonna be two uh free invokes on that. And uh yeah, I think that you will be able to essentially cast phase through matter on this car as if twere a spell that you could just throw off. I'm so happy with that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, Charlie, I- I've got a stunt uh, called Nature's Bounty because uh, he's a survivalist. You know, he can get- he gets a bonus to- when trying to create an advantage by using uh, useful resources from nature. So I'm gonna say, Charlie kind of just disappears for a little bit, goes out back. Uh, when he comes back, he is wearing 
effectively a, a makeshift like camo slash ghillie suit. Like he's you know he's like covered his face in like mud and dirt. He's you know he's 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 basically just going like full co- full uh, uh, <laughs> full combat stealth. Uh, on I. This. I love it. Go ahead and roll crafts. Yeah, so let's see. With your bonus. Yeah. So that is a plus one. My crafts is two and another plus two. So grand total of five. That is also a a success with style. You have action camo. Yeah. With two free invokes. And Alice, what are you doing? So Alice is wandering around on her smartphone, uh, tapping tapping on it. Uh, and then she um, takes a photo of all of the destruction outside of the, you know, the, the debris. And then she focuses on, on a part of Shoggoth and some Shoggoth blood gets a thought in her head. And then it cuts to her like scraping the Shoggoth bits and, and charred Shoggoth blood into a bucket. Goes inside. Uh, uh, actually, no, stays outside. Goes to like a pan. She grabs like some sort of like metal pan for oil for a car. And then, um, and then takes some lighter fluid and dumps the Shoggoth blood and the Shoggoth stuff in the center of it, and then draws an elder sign so that the sh- and lights it on fire with the lighter fluid so that the Shoggoth stuff is in the very center of it. Then she gets back on her phone, wanders inside, and looks at all of the guns and says, "Ah, there it is." and grabs a Colt Detective Special, which is like a snub-nosed revolver, dumps out some of the bullets, goes back to the Shoggoth blood, which is now bubbling, and takes some uh, takes some little tweezers and dips each of the six bullets in the Shoggoth flesh and Shoggoth blood, making Shoggoth bullets. <laughs> and she, Because if Shoggoths can shrug off any sort of damage but fire, then theoretically applied to a bullet, that should be able to punch through whatever she shoots. Interesting. Huh. Huh. Okay. Okay. I'm into that. I got lore and I got crafts. Uh, I, th- I think this is more uh, crafts than lore. Okay. All right. Let's give it a shot. And that is not bad. That is a four. That I'm going to call a success with style as well. Uh, that is, you got Shoggoth bullets. You can punch through Whatever. Oh, this is very exciting. I have a shooting of zero, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you can give your Shoggoth bullets to Charlie if you really want to. Yeah, I would shoot a four. (laughs) Um, Yes, but I I will do so at a dramatically appropriate time. Definitely. Excellent. (laughs) As is right. As is right. All right. So you uh, spend a little time locking and loading, but the day is waning on. Uh, It is starting to get a little bit dusk-ish. Uh, it's time, it's probably time to, uh, head off, I think. Hell yeah, they'll never see us coming. <laughs> nope. I mean, they'll definitely see you coming, but... <laughs> uh, but what other choice do you have? So you you just drive on out there to the compound? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Headlights blazing, yep. runes glowing, crazy camel guy <laughs> yes. on the roof with a rifle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, you take this car out, it is... Not that far out of town, probably you know a mile and a half, two miles, and uh, you find yourself driving through uh, farmland uh, where there are lots of people wearing simple robes out in the uh, uh, out in the fields picking things, uh, doing whatever farmers do. 
I guess. Farm stuff. <laughs> um, Farming, you know, the, the, the pulling the weeds. Yeah. Uh, they're out there, and uh, they all sort of, as you pass by, they'll look up, and they track you as you go with kind of vacant expressions. Uh, but they don't make any attempt to stop you. Uh, so you can go right on past them until you get to the heart of the compound, which is a big, giant, chain-link fence, barbed wire at the top, a uh, big door in front, a couple of uh, uh, fellas in robes with guns standing uh, ready in front of the gate. Behind it, a couple big buildings. Behind those, a kind of lovely plantation-style house. Uh, mansion, really. Uh, everything very clean. Looks very good repair. Lots of people wandering around on the inside on the other side of the fence. Looks nice. Damn shame it's gonna all have to burn. Yeah. <laughs> Standard procedure. So are we just gonna drive through this thing? What? What's the plan? Oh, right. Plan. <laughs> Ooh. I'm the plan gonna... is to ascertain where they keep the trapezohedron. And sometimes the most direct way of finding something is to ask until someone is too terrified to not answer our questions. Well, they have guns, so they don't look like they're going to be too talkative. Um, we could try to find another way in. I could go in. You are not trained for this mission to go in alone. I could probably get in unseen. You are definitely not trained to go on this mission. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trained. Listen, I was an Eagle Scout, all right? <laughs> Eagle Scouts break into a lot of cult compounds. That's common knowledge. Yeah, real hard badge to get. But <laughs> Yeah, I show off like the breaking into a cult compound badge. <laughs> I mean, I could. I actually have. I usually do have the stats and the camo for it, so. Well, we could, Charlie and, Charlie and me could try to getting through the side if you guys want to cause a distraction. Maybe some sort of uh, tense words and then decide to uh, run off and then sweep around back. That's actually um, not the worst idea. Lillian is going to look at Terry, again, the only other person authorized to be on this mission. Huh. <laughs> I mean, they have a point. We, we weren't chosen for our stealth capabilities, let's be honest. Just tell them you were chasing the Shoggoth. Tell him you saw some big creature coming down here, looked dangerous, and you were out hunting. That only needs to distract one or two of them. We need to distract a bunch of them. I have a terrible idea. Okay, I'm going to get out of the truck then. <laughs> Great, we don't need to know what it is. We're leaving. All right, however, um, as we have somewhat generated a plan here, I would like to invoke my stunt project manager. Uh, I am a good leader who has a plan. Uh, somewhat. Uh, so once per game session, I may give every PC, including myself, a boost called Follow the Plan. Nice. nice. All right. Everybody gets a All free right. invoke of Following the Plan. Oh, shit. I have an idea, too. Um, oh, yeah. Um, hey, Ed, is it okay to assume, because my character is a wealthy tech person, that I have a GoPro on me? Uh, I uh, spend a fate point and you have a GoPro on you. Goddamn right I do. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Alright, I hand uh, I hand Lillian. Or I, I reach my hand out to Lillian. Lillian, give me your phone. Uh what phone? <laughs> right. 
we were we came to this, this nothing inorganic yeah. came through nothing i'm gonna spend a second point <laughs> to have a burner phone for lillian is that okay <laughs> I'll allow it. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I shrug and cringe at the thought of a universe where we do not all have cell phones. And I take out a, I'm down to one fate point. So this is goodbye y'all. Um, <laughs> and I take out a burner phone and I Bluetooth it to my, to my GoPro. And then I say, look, if you press this button, you'll see what the camera's seen. Oh no, 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 Are no, no. You- Don't give it to me. Don't give it to me. I look horrified and then, oh no, not the weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Screw it. I give it to Charlie. (laughs) I have it. Charlie, here. The, uh, you press this button on the on the magical square, right? uh Yeah, I know what a phone is, asshole. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, fine. Fine. It's a camera. It's on me. If we get split up, you'll see what I see. Works for me. All right, fine. You two. Good luck. Yeah, All you right. too. All right. And uh, if we don't see you again, then... Uh, yeah, do your best. Remember, the mission is to find the, trapezes, the the trapezohedron. And we need to ensure that it is not fall into the hand hands of Nair Lahotep. Whatever method you need to do in order to ensure this future does not come to pass, that is what must happen. Have you guys thought for a minute about what happens to you if we succeed? We are not here to discuss the possibilities of time travel paradoxes. We are here to complete our mission. Okay. Now, Charlie's in the background kind of raises his hand and goes like, again. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie takes out a picture of himself and his siblings. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And I roll yep. out of the truck and we go. Okay. Alright. And then as they're uh uh, Angela, do you want to just drive up to them? Because I have an idea, but I'm not sure if you. What do you have an idea of what you? Want I to do, do not have an idea, much of an idea. So if you have something, please take it. Okay, then the sweet uh, the the scene switches to the two. How many guards are in front of the gate? Uh, just two, one on either side. Uh, and there's no one else around. Uh, there are a bunch of people on the other side, but no one in like a sp- specifically guarding posture. Just cultists going about their business. Just cultists, cult. Yeah. yeah. All right, well then, time to uh, do a nice and subtle distraction. So there's a scene change where there, our car is driving towards the front gate, and the guards are looking at the car going like, is there, is there something on top of that car? And on the car, in uh, his trench coat, is, um, is Terry rushing forward, and then there's a, ah! as his wings, just the trench coat is just ripped off, and there's his massive wings, and he's holding a spear, and he just jumps into the air, just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> nice subtle distraction. Roll, nice and subtle distraction. Roll your stealth. <laughs> uh, I think this would fall under provoke to try and yep. get a reaction. Provoke is I've got nothing in provoke. Uh, so that should be great. It's co- so I'm going to use my. It's cool. These guys have nothing in resist whatever just happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, they don't check the cultist right. pamphlet. <laughs> I don't know. What to do yep. in case a flying guy with spear? Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna. Okay. So first off, I got a zero, but I'm gonna use my aspect Migo wings. Mm-hmm. Okay. And 
uh, how many how many points is it for an exceptional success? Uh, you want to get three over the uh, um, the target. In this case, they rolled a negative one. So oh, okay, then I got it anyway. So yeah, so I just uh, they see this, they see that, <laughs> <laughs> they see that. Uh, and is your goal to get them to like run away or start shooting at you wildly? What's your uh, what's your game plan? Uh, honestly, start shooting at me wildly. <laughs> fear like because i'm a super distraction thing I, i'm not and they're they're cultists i'm gonna assume they're crazy slightly crazy so still still they won't necessarily run away from a uh, winged monster okay in which case uh yeah they uh they see this they panic uh they have guns so they have one thing to do and that is shoot wildly uh they now have the uh the boost panicked panicked i don't know how to spell that uh which y'all can invoke <laughs> Uh, as the need be, they are freaking out. Alright, so uh, there's a distraction, guys. Go with it. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, and yeah, on the other side of the uh, 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 the fence, all of the cultists sort of stop. They halt. They all look uh, directly towards you, not running or really reacting, just sort of blankly checking out what's going on over here, where the guns are. Um... So what are you doing while this distraction is happening, Charlie and Alice? Alice, I'm kind of following your lead here. Alice is uh, sneaking around uh, to the far uh, to the far flank of the area, looking for some sort of uh, area where we could reasonably break through the uh, chain link fence. Fair enough. Um, I will say that like the chain link fence is in pretty good repair like they have been upkeeping it but if you uh you know you look around and you can see a place where maybe oh a, a coyote has dug under here so it's got a little start or here's a behind a uh, uh behind a bunker where no one can really see there's no direct sight line to this area you can find a, an entrance spot with some ease nice all right and uh and, and while uh while she and Charlie are trying to uh, get through this chain link fence, like drag it up and cut away with like a Leatherman knife or anything. She's rambling on like, well, because theoretically, I mean, it's actually kind of fa fascinating that we don't know what will happen to any of you because you're on a totally different temporal <laughs> timeline. So, I mean, best case scenario is you cease to exist because the other most likely option is that you fall through the cracks of time and are hunted by the hounds of Tindalos for all of eternity. <laughs> Anyways, you first. <laughs> Great. So yeah, Charlie just kind of grunts, and uh, he's gonna try and do a sneaky uh, sort of, you know, shuffle run towards uh, where he can uh, get past the gate. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your stealth. Cannon will do. All right. So my stealth is three, and I have all sorts of bonuses which I will. Apply if needed. Where's my dice roll thing? There we go. Well, that's a minus two, so I'm down to one. Uh, and I'm going to take uh, uh, make one of the calls on my uh, camo suit to give me a plus two, making that a three on my stealth roll. Uh, and that is going to be a success. Uh, you are able to, especially since these guards are so darn distracted at the front, and, like, there are people as you get through uh, to the other side of the fence who are clearly posted guards, 
as well, but almost all of them have uh, started leaving their posts to see what is going on at the front. So, yeah. Uh, you were able to get onto the other side unnoticed, and being there, you realize this is a pretty safe point of entry at the moment. Excellent. Yeah, I motion, I motion to uh, to Alice too. Like, mm-hmm. Yep, I go. Okay. Uh, you are inside the compound. There are a couple of bunkhouses and a mansion. Um, anywhere you want to head? So yeah. it's probably going to be in the mansion. Yeah, Charlie got it. No, it's like, that's what I figured. Seems reasonable. Leave you for a moment. Lillian, what are you doing? I'm going to drive through these cultists and their fence. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a question. You can literally, by activating those rooms... I know I can. Drive through those cultists and <laughs> But I'm I not sure I want to use that yet. I get it. Like, I feel like I want to eliminate the people with guns, and driving through them does not get rid of the guns. That's a good point. Okay. So, yep. I am attacking. I am attacking with the car. They tried to attack me with the car. Turnabout's fair play. <laughs> uh, well, they are going to try and leap out of the way. You get uh, to roll drive. And I roll a one. Okay, they rolled a zero, but they are uh, nameless mooks. So, yeah, you hit them. <laughs> uh you you definitely hit these guys and uh they go flying they're fine don't worry <laughs> they'll wake up in an hour and they'll rethink some of their life choices uh and hey, look i'm saving people they're gonna reconsider being in the cult future has changed your welcome universe uh and with that you also knock through the front gate i mean it's just like padlocked with a cheap chain and padlock, so you burst that thing open uh, and are yourself within the compound. Uh, but everyone knows you're there. They knew I was here already. <laughs> I was the person in the car with the flying dude with the spear on top. Yeah, that's fair. This is always going to be a splashy entrance. <laughs> yep. Um, I think that what happens, however, uh, is that just after you come to a stop, uh, there is a pause among all of these cultists on the other side who turn and look behind them to the mansion, uh, because a door has opened and a man has stepped out onto the porch. Uh, a, uh, kind of a husky guy in a white suit and a bow tie. And he just sort of stands there in front of the door... Uh, hands clasped in front of him, uh, looking down at you. At the car. And the winged person above it. In our research and and learning about the Church of Starry Wisdom, you know, back in the future, did we see photos of the Reverend, or can we make an educated guess on who this might be? Um, I don't think you have seen photos of the uh, Reverend Leroy Anderson, but everything about his... Like, literally where he is standing suggests this is the guy in charge. Fair, fair assumption. Got it. Cool. And uh, he's looking at me and Jesus. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he starts walking in your direction. He's not uh, running. He's just sort of, uh, ambling. Moseying, even. Um, he's walking towards me? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna drive towards him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, when all you for- have is a hammer, everything <laughs> looks like nails. <laughs> 
everything looks like a 1987 Ford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is beautiful. So you're just going to attack him with a car? Yeah, I, I know. I'm driving towards him. If he does not get out of the way, I think now is the dramatically appropriate time to activate the runes. Nice. Nice. All right. Um, because he does not get out of the way. <laughs> All right. So then we're going to rune car through him. Okay. Go ahead and uh, uh, mark mark corruption to uh, activate this. How much corruption have you marked? Uh, this is third. This is third corruption. Okay, cool. One more and you <laughs> mutate horribly. So Yay! don't do that. Stay on target. You say, you say that like that's not my goal. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I don't think you need to do a roll for this because he doesn't try to get out of your way. In fact, like this is very notable. He does not even try to get out of your way. Uh he uh, he stands perfectly still, hands still clasped in front of him as you drive literally through him, and then I think at least partially into the mansion behind him. Yes. Yeah, I want to yes. I want to drive through the front door and stop the car once the front seat is inside the mansion, but the back seat of the car is still outside, thus blocking the door. Okay, oh. give me a quick drive roll to make sure you yes. stop in time. <laughs> this is gonna be okay. yeah, beat an average. You have average Man, brakes. Have... Beat two. They have got. They have got to start doing oh, more no. background checks. Re-rolling that ish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. Uh, let's see what am I going to tag to? Because I rolled all negatives. Ooh, not uh, great. But I am a time traveling math genius, mm-hmm. so I know the proper timing to stop a darn car. Mm-hmm. That stands to reason. <laughs> All right, and I have a one. Is that average? That is uh, uh, you one too little. One too little. Okay, then I am going to use my free invoke on rune carved car. To yeah, you are. To, uh, three. Nice. Cool. So you you stop this car uh, on a dime in the foyer. Uh, and I think, like, when the car snaps back into reality, like, where it intersects with the door just sort of cracks, uh, uh, in, in a real disturbing way, uh, throwing, like, shards of wood and bits of rust and metal in every direction, uh, but the door basically still holds and the car is, is blocking the, uh, the obvious entrance. Uh, congratulations, you've made it. Inside the mansion. <laughs> uh, Take that, Team Stealth. <laughs> Where are you at? <laughs> Where are you at, Team Stealth? Uh, uh, not in the Uber we called for, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you saw this just happen. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm I, sure was, there's, I was kind of hoping sure for a, a back window. door. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a window we can jimmy open or something. Yeah, yeah, we're we're still just taking full advantage of all that over there to to try and uh, sneak inside the, the mansion either through a window or a back door. All right, okay. Um, I think it's going to be a little harder for you because now the attention has sort of turned towards the mansion. So even if you're not uh, at the entrance, people might catch you out of the corner of their eye. So. Go ahead and give me a stealth roll, the both of you. All right. Uh, 
with a relatively easy to beat one. Oh, well, I started off with a minus three, so I'm at zero to begin with, but difficulty's only my only one, so I'm going to tag my second uh, free on the action camo. I'm going to say that, that that helps out just enough. I look almost like a bush uh, the one time somebody glances at me, and, uh, and I just barely make it. Those okay. damn bushes that, that do breaking and entering in Missouri. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. The, the ones carrying, like, you know, a rifle and a pistol. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I got a two. Okay, cool. Uh, you are able to find a uh, a window on the ground floor that Jimmy's open with uh, with some ease, and you uh, go on in, and you find yourself in a, a library, or you know, a, a library type room. Yeah. Uh, Books are always harmless in Cthulhu games. This is fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. But we should probably just read a few. <laughs> what What's the worst that could happen? Uh, and what about you, Terry Rogers? Uh, last we saw you, you were in the air with a spear. Ha 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 So I see this uh, guy, uh, I saw Leon just go through that guy. Is that guy turning around, heading back towards the mansion? Uh, he is looking back towards the mansion and sort of taking a moment to think. Alright, uh, I'm high up in the air. What I'm going to do is take that spear... And I'm going to go full force into him with the spear. The aim is to go through his back and to the floor, sticking him solid. And then I'm going to run away like a coward. But first, I'm going to try to do that. Oh. So we like to call this move uh, Polina Moira. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna call this athletics. Oh, okay. Then this is what I'm going to do. I'm also going to include my corruption. Excellent. Which Migo wings on a canny flight rider... Basically, give me a plus four as I go to super speed through this guy, and also because of my flesh, my uh, fungal skeleton, uh, hitting the floor is not going to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Three. So that's a total of seven. Okay. Damn. So. Uh... Oh, plus plus my spear <laughs> a- aspect, making it a nine. So, uh, Reverend Leroy Anderson uh, had a one. To uh, jump out of the way, uh, he does not. Uh, you you stabbed the hell out of this guy, um, and that is interesting because you have stabbed him through. Uh, like we're aiming like right through his chest or through his back. Yeah, because he's looking at the matches. I want to go through his back into the floor. I'm trying to stick him fast. So I, it probably won't last forever, but long enough for us to find the diamond or trap trapezohedron or whatever it's called. Uh, the trapezohedron. Uh, okay, so yeah, you you uh, land full force on his back, your rubbery body bouncing him uh, down to the ground. The spear plunges through him and into the ground, and he is pinned like a butterfly. Love it. Uh, so uh, I'm just gonna say, Reverend is pinned, <laughs> and you definitely get two free invokes on that. Nice. Uh, and uh, he uh, he says, "Now what was the meaning of that?" And starts trying to <laughs> write himself. Ugh, that's such a southern thing. Just the you know, still a consummate. <laughs> Host mm-hmm. doesn't want to make a problem. He's about to tell us to bless our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> bless your heart as I consume it. <laughs> I like that. Uh, what's what's your next step, Terry? Oh, there's a next step? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> as far as I thought. Is, 
Uh, is there? Does this mansion have a window? Uh, there are a couple windows on the ground floor. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly and crash through a window. <laughs> you crash through a window <laughs> and find yourself on the inside. Um, cool. Uh, outside, I think uh, most of the cultists start to coalesce around the Reverend in an attempt to free him. That's going to take a little while. Um, nobody immediately goes towards the mansion because that's not how a cult of personality works. They are definitely focused on their leader. Uh, giving y'all a minute or two to kind of find one another if you'd like. Uh, I, I figure I, it might be easiest for everyone to come find the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Get in the car, there no you. time to explain. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to drive the car through the mansion looking for this thing. That is a fantastic <laughs> idea. No, it's not, because I want to keep that, that door blocked. So the car is actually uh, yep. staying where it is. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, if you all make your way to the, the grand foyer, it's a big mansion. There's a huge set of stairs going up to the uh, uh, second floor. Uh, beneath those is a uh, sort of narrower set of stairs going down into a basement. There's a big old west wing, a big old east wing. House, lots of it. Uh, there is a lot of noise outside, but none inside, at least not at the moment. Alice, your visions, your connection to the dreams. Do they give you any indication of where the trapezohedron may be in this house? Ooh, yeah, that's Ooh. a great question, Ed. Um, okay. I imagine the house is actually super weird, but maybe yeah. this gives us a direction. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, like, as far as danger sense goes, this whole compound is, uh, it's, it's a little blinding. Um, but why don't you go ahead and roll a relatively hard lore-type roll. See if you can beat a a five on this. All right, so I started with a zero. So I would have to tag a... Well, my lore is four. So, yeah. I so you're already at four, one. yeah. I need to tag mm -hmm. one thing. Um, in which case... Um, so I can tag one of my aspects, but it costs me a point, or I can tag it for free. Uh, your aspects, it costs you a fate point to uh, to invoke them. Okay, cool. Uh, in which case, I'm going to use my last fate point and tag half in the dreamlands. Okay. Or I want to throw I want to throw out there. What you have a free boost on follow the plan. Oh yeah, it's true. Oh right, right. Oh yeah, I'll do that. That's and a boost great. gives. Does a boost just give plus one? Oh, uh, that's plus two. Oh, it still has to. Cool. Uh, the thing about a boost is you can't actually use a fate point to invoke him. So. Uh, that goes away for Alice now, but you, the rest of you still have a plan. Uh, follow the plan. The plan is find where the dang thing is. And what you can sort of tell, uh, Alice, um, is that, in fact, I think it's, it's more than just a tell. It's you're kind of trying to suss out the, uh, uh, the creatures of the dreamlands, the sort of silhouettes of dreamland beasts that you can see. Uh, you actually see one beckoning to you. A sort of a hulking, frog-shaped moon beast, you call them, uh, is standing by the door to the basement and is sort of giving you a little beckon. This way. This is where you want, where the thing is. Uh, Alice points towards the door and says, one nice thing about the old, about the old ones is that none of them want to see the other one win. This way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and uh, Lillian follows. All right. All right. Same yep. here. And bring up uh, the rear. You make your way down into the basement, and boy, it is not a cute mansion down here. Uh, it is bloody. It is bloody down here. There are bones down here. There is a table, uh, which appears to be a place at which sacrifices are performed. Uh, there is, uh, I mean, it's sort of a big finished basement. Like, once upon a time, there may have been a really nice rec room. Uh, but at this point, it is a an experimentation and sacrifice chamber. Uh, uh, down here, there is one door leading further into the gloom, and there are also a pair of big Goliath Liberaches. Ah! Uh, not the same oh one from before. Their faces are a little bit different, but they are uh, similar in their uh, stature and comportment, and they are kind of sitting on chairs doing nothing. Uh, not evidently aware of their surroundings. Okay. Well, the research said that that people who become chosen come here to become chosen. Maybe they're not. If a if a Shoggoth goes into them, maybe they haven't received a Shoggoth yet. Could be. How much are you going to stake on that assumption? Uh, poke <laughs> oh, him with I'm a stick st- and find out. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stake Terry Rogers' life on it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. How about someone who is really good at sneaking? Maybe sneak past them and find the tetrahedron. Good thinking, L- maybe Lillian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Alice is going to wince at this, and she's going to try to sneak by. Okay. Uh, They're going to basically just be looking in the direction you happen to be, so we'll see if they notice you. Um, Can you beat a three? Uh, I got a two, and I... um, and a corrupted stunt to activate that would cost my last fate point? Is that uh, accurate? You just mark corruption to activate that. Uh, okay, I'm going to use my corruption stunt. Okay. As uh, So Alice peeks around the corner, sees that they're staring straight at them, tries to figure out if she can throw something to distract them. She only has a Molotov cocktail. That would be <laughs> counterintuitive. Uh, uh, and so then she... Uh, closes her eyes, hunkers down with her back against the wall away from the creatures, and looks like she's trying to go to sleep, and as her head finally nods forward and she slumps over, she disappears into Ashen's shadow. And I'm going to use my corrupted stunt, half in the dreamlands, to go full on in the dreamlands. And that brings me up to a six. That'll do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you slip into a slightly tangent plane of existence uh and uh the 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 blessed for that's what they are they uh, uh they sort of disappear uh for you and in their place there are a couple more of these weird frog monsters um uh who look at you they see you appear and they urge you uh pointing back towards that door that back door. Uh, this is the way to go. 
All right. And uh, so I made it with three. Is that with style? That is with style. So cool. you get a boost, which is, what I don't know, what is a reasonable boost? Um, uh, I think um, maybe I dreamt this would happen. <laughs> sure. I yeah, dreamt this so would I get, happen. So I get like a boost on uh, next challenge or something like that. Yep. I don't you know. can invoke that for a, uh, a plus two. And yeah, you can make your way through uh, to that door and open it up. It is not locked. Uh, and on the other side is an altar not unlike the one that uh, Terry encountered underneath the gas station, but much nicer. Ever so much nicer. Uh, and the uh, on the actual uh, sort of surface of the altar is a safe. Uh, you know, like two foot by two foot by two foot um, big honking safe oh hmm. yeah okay didn't didn't plan on this one um i i lean okay so now the blessed are not looking at me right they are not looking at you okay i turn the gopro around at me <laughs> and i go there's a fucking safe here and since the uh, i'm looking uh, charlie's looking at his phone and he goes this doesn't actually have any way for me to talk back to her, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I I text Charlie. <laughs> There's a safe here. Alright, I text back. I can take care of that one. Now, is the safe a um, combination lock or a giant, like, key lock? A combination lock. I point, at, I point the GoPro at the combination lock and, and type, any ideas? <laughs> I type back what I meant by take care of it is break it. <laughs> Send tweet. <laughs> um, okay. Well, if you can get here, then I'm all ears. But those things are right in the way. Oh, hey, Ed, did I see any shoggoths inside of them when I snuck by in the dreamland? You know, you did not. And, and I say... I'm oh, sorry, go on. I, and in fact, now that I think about it, perhaps they aren't glowing as brightly, nearly as brightly, as uh, the one you met earlier. I think they're just dudes. Alright, yeah, so I see that, and I, I turn to uh, to Lilium and, uh, and Rogers and go, uh, Alice says that they're just dudes. I think if you guys can keep them busy... I can get in there, and I kind of like pat uh, uh, Charlie Jr. and go like, I can get into that safe. Okay. Yay. I'm just going to calmly uh, uh, do, do I still have my sh shotgun that I grabbed from the store? Yeah, I think you've held on to that. Yeah. That seems reasonable. Okay. Alright, alright. I'm going to shoot one in the back. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, get their I'm attention. Gonna... I'm going to plug my ears the second I stop texting. <laughs> All right. Uh, go for it. Roll shoot. Yep. Oh, the, nice. I got a three. Cool. You obliterated a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was. Oh, he was a dude. <laughs> I said oh. they were just dudes. I just, I, I thought you meant like just less powerful. Like, oh, uh, here's Ooh. what happens is you shoot one of them in the back and he does sort of 
burst asunder and fall to the ground. Um, there are kind of little tendrils of shuggathy mass inside of him. They aren't even as big as Charlie Jr., though. Uh, you, you maybe get the impression that he is a, uh, a cocoon in which a shuggath was developing? Oh, I shoot the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. That's a one. Uh, you, I mean, you don't obliterate him. Uh, but, uh, you definitely do shoot him, and he is doing absolutely nothing to resist, so... I shoot him again, just in case. <laughs> okay, one of those three-shot shotguns. Mm. Yep, yep, uh, sadly this is a negative two, but... Yeah. Uh, well, I think that one misses. Okay. How do you miss a prone man <laughs> with no arm? You know what, never mind, I'm not even in the room. <laughs> well, you know... Alright, so, uh, I took, I took care of it, guys, get going. <laughs> 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 All right. I love that the second the second guy's on the ground as you walk over. I'm like, y'all just gonna walk over me? Okay, fine. That's fine. <laughs> Let us make quick work of this. Where is the safe? Right here. Yeah. Uh, and Charlie is going to, uh, you know, take another point of corruption and uh, and let Charlie Junior uh, just dismantle that uh, that safe. Godspeed. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, I guess that's just a. Uh, no, that's... Yeah, I guess it's just a physique roll. Alright, so let's roll that. Where's my dice? There we go. Rolly, rolly, rolly. That's a zero. Physique is three. And Charlie Jr. gives me a plus four, so a seven. Yeah, nice. th- that'll yeah. smash this. Safe. Yeah, again, like it just—it's a—it's a venom thing. Like Charlie Jr. Yeah, you blows <laughs> over his his his, uh, his right arm, and he just like reaches out and cups the entire like two foot safe in in one single suddenly massive hand and just squeezes as the uh the metal just bends and breaks until the front of the door in front just pops open from the pressure uh and as that pops open what you see inside on a kind of lovely little red velour pillow is a trapezohedron a big jewel about the size of like an apple uh, glowing with a sort of a shimmering light that changes colors as you uh, stare at it. And it is, of course, the shape of a trapezohedron. Which is to say, it's the same shape as a D10, so if that helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, as that happens, you start hearing noise from upstairs. You've been down here a little while, yeah. and uh, uh, it sounds like perhaps the Reverend has been freed. Time to go. Back in the car? Back yeah, grab the, the MacGuffin and run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you uh, run up the stairs. Um, I think as you get out of the basement, like a few other cultists have started pouring in through the windows and are kind of trying to obstruct your path. Although I will say kind of at this point in the adventure, it's easy enough to just knock them to the side. Uh, and you are able to make your way to the car. Uh, half of which is currently outside. <laughs> so, uh, what's the plan? Well, I uh, Lillian's gonna climb in and uh, start the engine, and she'll reach over and open the passenger side, telling people to do that awkward thing where you just gotta climb over a seat to get into. Oh wait, no, they can't get in the back because <laughs> there's a door there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, all of you get comfy. Better be friends by now. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, uh, 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 unless, Terry, you wish to resume your place on the roof. 
Uh, actually, what I'm going to actually do is uh, uh, I'm going to use my just for just for funsies. I'm going to use my corruption to squeeze like like a tube of toothpaste squeeze into the back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Remember, there's literally a door between the the front and the back seat. There are cracks in the door. I think okay. you can make yeah, it Yeah, I'm going to go squeeze through the cracks. All right. That's oh, worse. Yep. That's so much worse. <laughs> that <laughs> is beautiful. And wait, are you using your corruption stunt? Does that take you to four corruptions? No, it takes okay, me to three. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, because I used but the... I'm about to get to four corruption. To to four. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you can squeeze into the back. I'm not going to make you roll. You do this impossible contortion. As you get into the back, you can see that... Uh, Reverend Anderson is upright again. Uh, he looks a bit miffed uh, and is standing directly behind you. Uh, the Reverend is right behind us, guys. And uh, he sort of puts his hands on the bumper of the car and squeezes in a way that uh, uh, starts rumpling the metal of the trunk. Oh, he is bending the car, no, guys. No, he did not. <laughs> no, he did not. We still have three payments on this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to activate uh, the, the runes. Yeah, and you dri- are. start driving us out of here. Uh, I am not going to back up. I, declaration of intent, continue to drive through the house. <laughs> yeah, nice. I love it. Okay. So, a couple of things happen in very quick succession. <laughs> uh, one of which is, you zoom off forward uh, with, uh, with incredible speed, um, briefly dragging the Reverend behind you. As he was holding onto the car at the time, uh, he is uh, uh, more, th- more than capable of holding on uh, uh, while going at speed. Uh, the the go through matter applied to him as well, but I think oh, cool. by by the time you get out the back of the house, you're going through the kitchens, uh, uh, out the back side of the mansion, through the next gate. I think about then he just can't keep his grip anymore. He falls down to the ground. Uh, Terry, you are in a position to look out back, and you can see him uh, hit the ground, belly flop, his sort of whole back half folding uh, 90 degrees, uh, audible crack as his spine just sort of shatters at this sudden stop. And then a moment later, he unfolds himself, pushes himself up onto his legs, uh, holds his midsection for a while very unhappily, does a little stretch, and just stares at you as you go off uh, into the distance. While that is happening, Lillian, something is happening to you because you have checked your fourth box of corruption. Yes, yeah. I have. <laughs> and I guess here's my question. What happens to you? You feel your body mutate. Something ah. changes. Something now, changes. I, I love it. As I understand it, this is the corruption of one of her aspects. Yeah, one right? of your aspects is going to go away and be replaced by a new horrible uh, mutation. I love it. I love it. Um, I think I want to replace, uh, replace slash amplify or or mutate, um, laser like focus for one thing that hasn't been that hasn't been used. 
Um, oh, I want, I want to, oh, this is ironic. This, this, this uh, character is full of irony for me. I want to mutate her eyes. Okay. <laughs> like, like, I want her eyes to, uh, she, she's had this laser-like, like, focus, even though we haven't invoked it. Um, but now that, that focus becomes more otherworldly. Okay. So you get. I don't know a name for this yet, but otherworldly Wait, vision? I, I know, know. I know it. I know it. What is it? Hi, sorry. David, first year? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she gets the Innsmouth look. Oh, Innsmouth eyes? Yeah. So like she gets Betty Davis eyes, fish. but not as good? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we're going to tell her, Betty Davis eyes. But yeah, she gets those creepy fish eyes that uh, people from Innsmouth get. As awesome. Maybe, maybe like generations back, some sort of genetic trait activates. Um... Innsmouth look? Innsmouth eyes? I'm so into that. Uh, I, I I like the Betty Davis eyes reference, and I always love my, my fate aspects to be some sort of pop culture reference. <laughs> so, she's got Innsmouth eyes. She's got Innsmouth eyes. I love it. So, yeah, as, as you turn to, like, look behind to see if you have lost the Reverend, the other three of you just see something weird has happened to Lillian's face. Her eyes have gotten bigger and moister. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment where Terry's about to say something. He's like, It mm. just puts his mm, hand pick down. Pick your battles, Terry. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> just smiles awkward and gives her a big thumbs up. <laughs> 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 yeah, and now you... I clear my corruption. Yes, you clear your corruption. Uh, you're a little less human, but... Uh, and... Uh, I think w- what would happen after the end of a session is we would figure out just what stunt is attached to these uh, Innsmouth eyes. Oh, uh, hey girl, did you change your hair? You look great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you, I assume, continue driving away from Crossroads, get the heck out of Dodge. Uh, maybe you want to stop at the gas station real quick, and uh, <laughs> maybe that's not a good idea. Uh, one more thing does happen as you are uh, making your way out of town with this glimmering trapezohedron held in your hot little hands. Uh, and that is, you feel, the, th- the three of you who are time travelers, uh, uh, feel something that you felt once, exactly once before, uh, the unique feeling of being unstuck in time. Uh, it is hard to describe, uh, but it is sort of a, uh, a full-body fuzziness. Uh, because you have changed the timeline. You have disrupted events. Uh, uh, and time doesn't like that. The universe does not like that. And you are about to face uh, a bit of backlash from reality itself. Which is to say... Everybody, please defend yourself against uh, a uh, plus eight attack oh, to your oh. mind. Oh, oh no! Uh, does that include non-time travelers? That does include <laughs> non-time travelers because you are wrapped up in this as well, Alice. Boo! So, Guilty by association. With will would be uh, uh, what you want to defend will. with. Mm-hmm. All right, here goes. This is gonna hurt. Oh shit! Wait, wait, no! I'm gonna take a screenshot of that because I got a plus four. All nice. right. Yeah, when, when I get those results, I'm like, no, so, I'm approve so this. Yeah. Right. I got a plus two with a will of three, so I rolled a five. 
Okay. Yeah. I rolled a five with a little one, so four, five, so yeah, five. All right. You're doing pretty okay. So that's uh, three mental stress okay. for the two of you. Which right. fills I, up I got I got a total of four, and I don't think I have an aspect that would help me in this. So yeah, just four. That's uh, four mental stress, which I think is Ouch. exactly what you've got. So you're okay. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, so Ed, you're gonna hate me for this. I am. Uh, I, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my stunt. Just lucky, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> because she's surprisingly lucky, she has to be to be in the dreamlands. Once per session, Alice can completely ignore all the stress from a single source. Nice. Wow. So I have no idea what the hell y'all are talking. About. <laughs> yeah. It. You know what? This is time travelers only. Feel this backlash. Uh, <laughs> Which means you also, uh, I'm going to rule, you also don't get the kind of vision that applies to the others. Uh, because what is happening is, as time is sort of trying to reset itself, you three time travelers see images of the future disconnected, just sort of poured into your head. The universe torn open and the future uh, uh, thrown into your noggin, which is what is causing you all of this stress. Um and it is very difficult to kind of see anything specific, uh, but if you know kind of what you're feeling for and what is very notable, you see images of Nyarlathotep, uh, uh, the at the head of his army riding a giant shuggeth, uh, followed by uh, thousands of faceless. Uh, but this is a slightly different Nyarlathotep. It is no longer. Um, what is his name? Noom al-Hassan. It is standing at the uh, uh, head of one of these uh, shuggets is the Reverend Leroy Anderson. No! <laughs> what? Uh, having crowned himself uh, the Dark Pharaoh. Uh, and he is not holding aloft a shining trapezohedron. And in fact... Uh, you see brief visions of other points of the world where Shuggaths are marching without Nyarlathotep at their head, uh, and people are slightly better able to get away. It takes uh, over a month for Europe to be completely wiped out, which isn't to say it doesn't get completely wiped out, but uh, you you feel, as you sort of come back to your senses and are once again in the outskirts of Crossroads, Missouri, that you have uh, you have cut off a little bit of his power. Just a little Yay. bit. Nice. Yay. Why y'all noses bleeding? <laughs> the mission continues. The mission continues. You still have to go to Antarctica. Uh, you still got all kinds of stuff to do. Well, we got eight with. minutes, so I think we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, in, in general, what would happen then is, uh, I would use some of the, uh, uh, things that you have done to change the timeline, to change the future, to reflect, uh, what you have accomplished, and then you have a few more events to, uh, see if you can deal with. But you know what? You uh, you took something that Nyarlathotep wants, and that's not going to go wrong for you. At all. He doesn't know who you are now. <laughs> nope. nope. Not a clue, because we were very subtle. We're just, yep. We're just some dudes. He's not yeah, super that... good at navigating the dreamlands or anything. Yeah, that could have been anybody who stole that thing, man. <laughs> so, do we want to do, uh, do we want to do post-scenes to 
put a ribbon on this? Sure. Sure. Of like, you know, the time travelers trying to readjust to the world. Uh, Actually, yeah, there's a scene of uh, Terry in his trench coat standing on on line for at Dunkin Donuts. (laughs) Arguing, uh, arguing with the arguing with the person trying to basically offer him some donuts. Go like, okay, listen, my friend Alice is going to come in any second. I just need. It makes perfect sense. I need 56 donuts. <laughs> just 56 in a stack. I, listen, I know how to look very trustworthy right now. She's going to come in with, a ch- with like the... I just don't have the money on me right now. And that's the end scene. Um, yeah. Uh, it, um, it is New York City once again, but it's late night. A thick fog has rolled in from the water. And it is the harbor. And uh, it, the camera pans down to a creaky old wharf as the waves lap against it. There is a foghorn in the distance and there is nary a soul. Uh, but there slowly is the uh, plunking of feet on the on the decrepit wooden pier as uh, as Alice walks, uh, unsure of herself, looking around. And she's wearing uh, just like a green basically a green tracksuit, uh, and she's bracing herself from the chill, even in the summertime. And she walks to the edge of the pier and looks around and then slowly takes out a wicked ornate dagger and slices her palm open and holds it over the water. And there is bubbling as upstretched hundreds of small baby uh, eyes that are the form of fish people. And she says... We have taken one thing from the crawling chaos, my lord. <laughs> and with your strength, we will do more. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, for uh, for Lillian, uh, she is. Uh, let's let's keep it in uh, New York, and she's going to be uh, in the New York Public Library. She's in that ornate, gorgeous reading room that everybody listening knows from the opening of Ghostbusters, uh, cinematic classic, where she is uh, just pouring through the stacks. Her uh, she's she is wearing um, dark sunglasses inside, trying to, of course, obscure her newly weird eyes uh, from the world, but she uh, pulls a, a book out of um, her stack. It is an old, dusty tome, and it lands on the table with a, a thump, a poof of dust, and as she opens it, starts flipping through um, pages, she stops, and she gasps, and she, she lowers her uh, glasses um, to look back up, you know, at the camera, uh, just obviously a look of horror on her face, and um, the, uh, the the camera would then reveal uh, inside the, the book that um, she's actually discovered something really terrible, and if I knew more about Lovecraft, it would be appropriate here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm gonna say for Charlie, his final No, 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 wait, oh, it's oh, time travel! Uh, it's a, a wood engraving of her and the rest of the party. Somehow we ended up even deeper in the past fucking mm. things up. Yeah! <laughs> I like that. I like nice. that. Uh, I'm gonna say for Charlie, he, he hates people, he hates crowds, New York is the worst possible sound for him, uh, so he spends uh, what little time he has their downtime he he just hides out in central park he it's the closest thing especially in the ramble it's the closest thing to to uh not a city that you will find inside new york and he's there 
uh, actually sitting on a large rock, and he is trying to meditate. He is he is trying to come to terms with everything that that's happening, uh, everything he's gotten pulled into, and he's just there sitting, you know, legs crossed, arms closed. Wait, legs crossed, eyes closed, <laughs> arms open. <laughs> And just kind of trying to breathe and, and occasionally and it's not quite working. He's like trying to meditate and it's not quite working. He keeps getting like flashbacks of some of the horrors that he's seen uh, over over the past couple of days. Uh, not to mention the horrors he's seen in the future uh, from just his life. And uh, and what he doesn't notice is that as he's doing this, a curious little squirrel comes up uh, nearby behind him, kind of sniffing at the air, curious to see if uh, the obvious tourist will maybe drop some food. And uh, and as it does, without uh, without Charlie even noticing it from uh, from beneath his sleeve, a pseudopod just kind of shoots out, <laughs> engulfs the uh, the squirrel, and just. And Charlie Oof. doesn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Woo! Nice. That was fantastic. Ed, thank you so much for running us through. Well, that thank you so much help. for uh, letting me. That was wonderful. You've <laughs> saved the world a little. A little. Probably. We delayed its inevitable destruction. How about that? Yeah. That's the best we can grant ourselves right now. I, I think that's the t-shirt we could wear is save the world, save the world-ish. Ish. <laughs> Anyone have any questions for Ed about the game? So I know, I, I actually want to put a, a question to the rest of the group. Um, both myself and Jesus, we're the ones that have run the most fate. Um, but I know this has always been a little bit of a difficult system for Fandible to grasp. So uh, out of all of us, how's everybody feeling about fate having run through it with a, a veritable expert in the uh, the system? I had a really good time. Usually, I have a difficult time wrapping my head around this, even with uh, even with other games that we conti- or occasionally continuously run. I guess you could say. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> it's a good description and, of Robo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so, uh, I had a really, really good time. Um, I think part of it is also be- uh, part of it is because. Um, you know, the Cthulhu mythos things are stacked against you to such a degree that the idea of really trying to game your aspects to, to like squeeze every like drop of usefulness out of them, um, is, is part of the course and great. And, uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, I think it works really, really well, uh, with, with a Cthulhu, uh, style, style game. And I freaking love the corrupted stunts. I love them <laughs> so much. Oh, I'm because so glad. Yeah, you guys know how I feel about like, you know, non-supernatural characters in a supernatural setting. It really kind of grates on me. Like, X-Files works as a show, but if I had to play Mulder and Scully in the X-Files and it'd be like, all right, Dave, what do you do with, you know, when you find out that that the Bigfoot is going to have a rumble with the Jersey Devil and Mothman at midnight? And my answer had to be like, oh, I guess I go to the mortuary and look at the body. Like, I'd be so mad. But... But this is, but this is like, fuck it, I, I grow some extra arms and shit. I don't know. Let's do this. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I remember seeing people talking about this on Twitter during the, uh, the Kickstarter, but unlike other Cthulhu games, Fate of Cthulhu very explicitly avoids an insanity mechanic, right? Because we never ran into yes. anything like that here. That is basically what corruption has replaced, because insanity is A, problematic, and often not fun, but uh, having a little Shuggeth friend or wings is always <laughs> yeah. fun. 
Yes. Right? Yeah. I, Charlie Jr., I star of the show. I think we can all, all agree. <laughs> yeah, definitely the MVP. Okay. So, question about corruption. So, basically, if we become fully corrupt, I'm assuming we become NPCs and enemies of the party. Oh, uh, yeah. Basically, if all of your aspects become corrupted and then you fill your corruption track again, it's kind of hard to reach that point, but if it happens, who boy, you are, uh, you, you become a real force to be reckoned with. You have ceased being human in any meaningful way. That actually happened to me once. Uh, you ever played the tabletop game Arkham Horror? Any chance said? Yes, I love Arkham Horror. I I love it too. And uh, we were fighting some old one. We were doing Innsmouth expansion. Long story short, I did one bad roll, and I turned into a fish monster and summarily <laughs> choked to death the other investigator that was in the room with me. And it was one bad roll, total party kill. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So I I love that idea that like you'll see someone not quickly but slowly degenerating. But it always like like you said, madness is always insanity is always so problematic, primarily because it's like, oh, you sat down to play this thing. But every time I show you something that makes it cool, your character suffers for it. Whereas this is like a devil's bargain of like you want to do cool stuff. I'm making the choice Mm -hmm. to do something that's going to lead me farther away from my humanity mm-hmm. yeah it's great i love it i freaking love it uh how about running it ed uh did um did did fanable in particular do anything you didn't see coming or... <laughs> uh you, you did a lot of things i didn't see coming and that's great that is uh when fate works uh, uh best when i get to fly by the seat of my pants and uh just see what happens if you have a car that can go through walls Yay! I was very proud of that. Yeah. Well, at the, at the right velocity, all cars can go through <laughs> I mean, walls. Yes. <laughs> yeah, every car can go through a wall if you're not a coward. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, a uh, question to the listeners. Ed, would you like to ask our listeners a question? Any sort of question? Uh, no? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we, we, always, usually... we always throw in a, a thematic uh, question. So uh, we, we could ask the, the listeners, um, if you had a corruption stunt, if you had oh. one weird thing you could do that would eventually lead you closer to uh, the horror, the eldritch horrors of Cthulhu, what would you have? Oh, that's a good uh, one. Yeah. Can I take that one? <laughs> yes. So what's <laughs> your corruption what stunt, everybody? Yeah, okay. If you could have any form of horrible corruption uh what what would you do what how would you allow yourself to be mutated by eldritch powers and what would you do with your cool new tentacles <laughs> there we yeah. go i love that <laughs> nice. addition there <laughs> nice. there's a t-shirt what would you do with your cool new tentacles <laughs> Then with that question, this is Jesus thanking Ed from Evil Half for letting us play Fate of Cthulhu. Uh, when does it officially come out? Uh, well, let's see. The Kickstarter has uh, completed successfully, so now it is... Um, I, I don't have an actual official time because it is sort of dependent on getting art finished. Um, so I would say probably later this year, but also don't quote me on that necessarily <laughs> too bad it's been recorded oh no oh, okay. yep and I, is the, there anywhere that people can find you online if they wish to uh follow up and and hear more of your eldritch shenanigans uh if you want to find me online i have a website that is edlyt.com e-d-d-l-y-t or i'm on twitter at edlyt same thing sweet then this is Fanable uh, signing out. Yep. Bye. Yep.
Bye. Hey guys, this is Dan, the aka the bad boy of Fandible. I'm here to uh, ask you guys for money, basically. We're, we're here uh, because we're doing this out of love. We're doing this. We've got shows. If you liked what you just heard, we probably have more just like it. If you didn't like what you just heard, we have way more that's not like it. We have so much stuff, and we've given it all out to you because we love you. We love you. We do it out of love. But guess what? Love don't pay the bills. If you go to patreon.com slash fandible and you donate a little sum sum for us, we might just have a little sum sum for you. If you can't, that's fine, because did I mention we love you. And you can go to Twitter, find Fandible there. You can go to Facebook, search for Fandible there. Listen, just search for Fandible. Whatever pops up, it's probably ours. And you should probably subscribe, like, link, share, etc. Do it, because we love you.